Hour number two of the show here on your Wednesday. Matt, Brett, Anita. Who is that, you say? Anita Gall has got enough to join us. We have had her on the air a few times here with the flag and um, seal con. I don't, it's not a contest. It's 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 you, you go right ahead. You you're, you're you, what's the right term I should use? It is not a contest, okay. right? It is a selection process. A it's selection a redesign process. It's a re and it did need to be redesigned. Uh, it did need to be redesigned. I want to Anita Gall joining us, of course, DFLer, a Lyon County chair of the Lyon County DFL. There you go, uh, successful and world-renowned <laughs> history professor. You're lucky I did not snort louder <laughs> than that. World-renowned, world-renowned. Think, like, in, think into Jones. Empress of the universe. Whatever you want to add some more. To think that? Da Vinci yeah. Code. That's what, <laughs> she traveled in the world. She knows her history. Uh, she she became part of this uh, this. Yeah, this approval process. You, we have a few things we have to discuss about some of the early stages because we didn't have that there. Number one, how many purple flags were submitted? <gasps> You're right. We have to come back to it. Yes. Okay, I'm going to tell you that I, I had to go through 2,100 entries, Matt, yeah. <laughs> and, and I was just trying to keep track of the ones that I thought should advance to the next round, and, and I failed to actually keep the tally count of how many had purple on, but it was way fewer than I thought. I'm uh, pretty sure you won that. Uh, I, I, you won. I, well, thank you. Thank mm. you, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, I, by the way, she's brought yes. me a... Here's your prize. Oh, it is a, a, a jar of the beautiful honey. Yep. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. We, you got to let me know if I can ever say that. Where do you get this from uh, out there? I'll, so. I'll just say it's from my brother's farm at it's, this point. It's on the family I, farm. So the honey production has been very plentiful this year. So he is just brimming with jars of honey. So <laughs> I do my best to distribute them to you metro folk who don't know what real honey tastes like. Well, I, this I, you get brought me a jar like this once before. I went through that in about a week. It's, a week? It, well, it was. I mean, you must be a copious <laughs> honey eater. Wow. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> you know, I won a bet once in college, and and no, and needless <laughs> okay. to say, it, it, it well, never mind. Uh, you go through the flags. I want. Let's go to the seal. Let's kind of because the seal is pretty much done. It sounds like exceptional. I could not. You know, you know, no notes. You guys. I mean, it, but it was kind of. I hate saying it, and nothing against the fine people that did these seals. That seal you guys picked was just hands down better than any other seal I saw. And I th- was that kind of the way it was for you guys? Or just like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll narrow it down to five, but, you know, it's, it, there's one and then there's the other four. That's pretty much how it's always been. It's been the clear favorite from the beginning, from the time when the commission, you know, brought it into the, the top five, our five finalists. Mm-hmm. We had to vote. It had 12 out of 12 votes. <sighs> it was unanimous to advance it to the top five. And then when it came time to select the one to move forward, you know, hearing the public feedback, reading the public feedback that they left on on our commission website, it was so hands down obvious. Yeah, we we just got to the point like, why are we even messing was, around anymore? Perfect. Let's it just select this one. Yeah. You did now, and I want to make sure we talk about the process a little bit here because you did revise that a little bit, um, and you. <laughs> You gave the loon red eyes. Yes. No, but not laser eyes before no. before hipsters stop. Stop it, hipsters. You guys up in Northeast Minneapolis, stop. It's not laser eyes. It's just red eyes. <laughs> gotta get those guys, gotta keep those hipsters in line. 
Uh, they put red, red eyes on it, and then they put a Native American term on that, correct? Yes. We've added the words, the Dakota word, Minnesota Makoche, mm. which is simply the original language of the name of our state, Minnesota Makoche, the land where the sky reflects the waters. This is me saying it, not you. How many Republicans have complained about that? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I don't want to. I remember the whole thing with Fort Snelling and, yeah, Bedote. Oh, yes. What a travesty. Anyway, that, that's just me. I'm not going to go down. I, I, you don't. You you stay clean. You stay. I'll be over here with my honey. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just want to say for, you know, people who, who might find that questionable, uh, that word, the Dakota word has always been on the seal. Yeah. Minnesota. Yes. That's What's, it, that is a Dakota are the name of our state is a Dakota word. So yeah. it has always been on our seal. It's just the anglicized version of it. Now we are simply just rendering it in its original language and in the anglicized version. Think of it like New York, New York. Right? Yeah. That is a place so nice they named it twice. Uh well. Minnesota is so nice. We name it twice on our seal. Like I said, traveling the world with her history knowledge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the same thing was Bedote, which uh, you know, when they all got upset about calling the Fort Snelling area Bedote, it's like, you do realize we already say Bedote. The French translated it to the English and it became Mendota. Mendota. Uh, exactly. Yep, yep, exactly. So we already say you're it. Just, you're, you're just anglicizing a Dakota word. They're everywhere. Oh, yeah. just stop. All right. So you, you got that. And now is that one done? Is that pretty much done? And there's going to be, in just for logistics, there's a colored colorized version of it and then there'll be a black and white version or a, just a, a plain version. Correct? Right, a plain version because think about it, when, when the governor has a press conference or something, that seal is always on the front of the podium yeah. and it's not in color. It's in a bronzish color or yeah. whatever, a metallic color. So we just wanted to be able to see that this is what it's going to look like on front of the governor's podium, but this is what it will probably look like on, on documents or if it's rendered in color. Right. Now I'm going to take a minute or so to praise you and because we're going to go down a path here in just a second here you know this makes me uncomfortable i know know. you're you're a wonderful person i can't i i have such respect for you this is feeding up the old ego because i imagine you guys since you narrowed this down to the three finalists you have heard some feedback that's been less than positive and in in the results of the final three that you have put out there correct uh, I'm going to say I, I added another layer of emotional armor. Uh, <laughs> and I'm ready to add yet another one after Friday when the finalist is hopefully chosen. Um, yes, um, there are people who, from the beginning, have been unhappy with the whole process. You know, people who say, why do we need a new state flag? This is a waste of time. Um, and then every step along the way, these six finalists are dumb. We don't like them. They don't represent, you know. So. That there's been negativity from the beginning, but I always keep in mind it's usually the naysayers who are the loudest voices in the room, mm-hmm. right? And many people, I like to think of them as the silent majority. Are oh no, it's on it's board. Un- 100%. I don't. I remember when MinPost stopped their comment section on their news stories. They said it was basically the same five people. No, and I and how many of those five people were the ones complaining? All these flags are horrible, and now you get to your final three. Well, the other three were better. You know, yeah, it's. You know, you're a nice person. You don't deserve this, and especially, I'm sorry that these other people. I mean, I wish I could be this violently outraged about a flag choice. I mean, my God, I've got life to live. 
but it, at the same time, here you are. Uh, you're doing this. Let's go through the three finalists here, just because obviously it's radio because it's the best way to describe something, uh, <laughs> as opposed to showing you something. But the first one, it's uh, green on the bottom, blue on the top. It's got a big white star on it and a white line. Uh, what's the deal with that one? That was uh, so yesterday at the commission meeting, we were fortunate enough. We invited all six of the finalists of the flag designs to come in person and testify mm -hmm. and, you know, make a five minute case, you know, explain their flag, the symbolism behind it, what was the inspiration and to basically advocate for their design. That was really helpful. Mm. I would say as a commission member to hear and see, like put a face to a design. It was great. And and the man who designed that is a native Minnesotan, born and raised in Mankato, mm -hmm. joined the Air Force, left the state when it was in Texas. And he flew up from Texas to explain his design, came to came to St. Paul and, and presented in person. And he explained that that is he was inspired by the landscape of Minnesota that represents the land mm -hmm. and the sky. And the white line is simply, you know, the horizon line mm -hmm. between them. And he emphasized the rolling hills, which coming from Mankato in the southern part of the state, that is what it's like. It's mm -hmm. rolling hills down there. And then the North Star, because we are the North Star state. Mm -hmm. uh, it guides us. We aspire to be a leader, which I would say Minnesota is oh, yeah. in many ways. Make Minnesota bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if South Dakota would want to be part of Oh, Minnesota. I think a lot of people in South Dakota would be like, hey, all right, we'll move the border over this way. <laughs> There's actually a movement for the western part of the state um, to secede and join South Dakota. I know. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that will be hilarious. It will be a surprise when they cut everything down to the bone. But don't worry, we'll have all of our money here in the metro area. So, hey, good luck. Bon voyage. <laughs> Not being said, we would lose you, so that can't happen. Uh, all right, so I want to go back because this is a Texas guy. Right. How long has he lived in Texas? Oh, since. So he graduated from high school uh, and then joined the Air Force and and has lived in Texas ever since. So, so it's been decades. So uh, what, obviously, I mean, I mean, I, I lived in Rhode Island at some point. I could, if Rhode Island did a flag, I could, you know, make an argument there. But it, does he come back up here regularly? Is he? Is he? Is he just? Or is it just he's decided to try to enter in the contest? As I understand it, he does not come regularly, but he stays in touch with his high school friends. Uh, two of his Mankato high school friends joined him mm. at, at the commission. They were sitting in the audience, uh, but they were there to support him. So he he stays mm. in touch with his Minnesota roots. He considers himself, he said, a native Minnesotan. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just that you know he, he met his wife and he raised his family, and all his family lives in Texas. So it, he doesn't come here regularly except for high school reunions. Mm. Um, but he made he made the trek north mm. uh, to present his design. I will bring up this other. I'm just, I'm just being counterpoint, not in an aggressive way, but just to, to things. Not water, though, is not. I mean, obviously, that's one of the things. And even in farm country, the rivers, the creeks, the lakes, there's still tons of them out there. Was there ever a concern that the fact that water wasn't represented in the flag when, when the commission was talking about this? Well, you know, there is blue on it, and you can see the blue as sky, or yeah. you can see interpret the blue as, you know, emphasizing we are the land of 10,000 lakes. Okay. So, you know, the beautiful thing about Matt is you can sometimes see what you want to see, right? Different people see different things in flags. So where you, you want it to be sky? Okay, sky. I've, I've been or, on Twitter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on Twitter. All right. Second flag. This is it's it's got three colors, uh, top to bottom: white, green, blue, and a light blue. The left side of the flag 
is kind of a nouveau art deco, maybe kind of version of the state of Minnesota in a dark blue with a very different variant of the North Star on that side. Talk a little bit about that one. That one uh, is actually designed by a uh, person from Laverne okay. in my area of the woods. It's, just, it's a remarkable coincidence. So he's from the very southwest corner of the state. Um, and in his design, he he presented that, again, he believes the North Star is important, but he has the three bars to represent. Again, he was inspired by the landscape of southern Minnesota, so the green line represents green, agriculture, the land. Uh, the white represents snow or clouds, and then the light blue is the sky or water. Mm -hmm. um, we have talked as a commission about moving around those lines to put the white in the middle because white on the top sometimes you know it doesn't have an edge yeah you know it, that makes sense it actually. doesn't have an edge and so we have really considered so moving go, that around like light blue white green would right. be the, the line up there right uh, what about the, the the darker blue on the left side is there any significance there land of 10,000 lakes he was inspired again by our water okay. so so that's where the dark blue comes from we have briefly discussed as a commission mm, should we change that to green to represent the land but it I don't know. I, it, it did, we looked at a variation of that, but it didn't seem right. Okay. So, um, contrarian once again, the Art Deco version of the state on the left side of the flag does look like a large letter K. Now, it. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm I, sorry I, you can't see it, Matt. You need more imagination. <laughs> I love how this becomes about me. <laughs> would, would there be like a, a little addition on the top of the flag for Angle Inlet up there? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, we got ding. It's like, it's like a little magic wand. All right. I will say that I'm not the only one that brought that up. I said someone else brought that up about that one. That being said, you know, once again, finding out the story behind those flags is a very helpful thing. Then mm -hmm. comes the third one. This one, I of, of the three of these, this is one that I've gotten a lot of positive about because uh, I think because it is kind of unique. I, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen any flag. This is the best way to describe it. Okay, the whole back of the flag is dark blue. There's light blue on the bottom, which is in a wave form, which then mirrors a white wave atop of it that kind of goes off to the, the upper right of the corner. And then there's a yellow star on the left. Talk a little bit about that one. Now, you're, you're absolutely right. This is the most distinctive of the three. The other two look, well, they look flaggy. Yes. Right? As some of my students have said, well, they look so flaggy, right? Mm. They do <laughs> well. That's a good way to say it, yeah, though. It is a good way to say it, though. They're standard flag looking. But this one is unique and distinctive. Mm. There is no other state that has a flag like this. You know, you could say ones that have a star on, well, a lot of state flags have stars on, a lot of country flags have stars on, but this one has not only that star, but those swooshes, right? Yeah. And so it makes it distinctive. And now to be a contrarian to myself, I guess, um, since I, I'll take the rollover from you, right? Yeah. Um, people have criticized it for being too modern looking. You know, will this age well? Did right? They, did they do that in 1858 when they're like, well, look at that modern flag over there. <laughs> it's like it's with a circle and lots of words and minute details right. in this, it. This new U.S. flag, these colonies came How many stars country? are you going to put like, on that? What is yeah. this flag? It looks so modern. Yeah. <laughs> I think it does look unique. Um, I like how, I mean, it, I'm, I'm presuming the white is for the sky. 
The blue is for the rivers, creeks, waters, lakeways. Dark blue as well can back that up. And then the North Star once again in that. Is that how the, the artist described it to you? There's actually many layers of, of yeah. symbolism on this one. Um, and the more you look at it, the more you see. Uh, so the two, the two, uh, the white swoosh and, and the blue swoosh are, it's Minnesota Makoche. It is land where the water reflects the sky. Mm -hmm. You see that? That's why it's called okay. mirror in the sky. It is mirroring uh, as is above, so is below, right? Um, some people see loons. I, well, Do you, you see loons? I see, well, <laughs> everywhere I go. But you know, I will say a loons or a mallard. I mean, definitely you see a, almost like a bird structure there, which I also think is great. I love when you kind of kind of have that multiple layer yeah, to something it, like that. It's a multi-layered uh, flag regarding symb symbolism. Mm -hmm. um, some people see aurora borealis. Yeah, I, I very easily could see that there. Is there a significance because both of the waves come bend to three different things, three branches? Is there something to that as well? I have no. I, the the finalists who presented and it's a father son team mm -hmm. uh, who worked together to create this. Uh, the father was a former astronomy teacher and the son was a graphic who works in graphic design it, it was it was great they were both there at the meeting um and they did not say anything about the significance of those three lines mm -hmm. at all they said the, the loon imagery that people are seeing that was just a, oh. that wasn't their intention from the start but pe again people see things in different ways yeah People have different, you know, I see something that you don't see. You see something, you see something that I don't see. And people saw loons. I, maybe people were just so wishful thinking that <laughs> we want a loon on the flag that they saw like, loons in they it. Don't, yeah. go, don't go back down to laser loon thing. I, I will say of the three, that's my favorite. Of, of okay. the three that have been selected, that is my favorite because it is so different. It would be mm -hmm. if you are wearing a shirt like that in California most people would eventually figure out, oh, that's a Minnesota flag. And I could see other states trying to copy it on this. Now, let's talk about one particular flag, which I don't know if I was just in a bubble or if there was Olympic, you know, host city kind of hijinks going on with your commission. <laughs> Sorry. But the star snowflake flag, blue had a snowflake star. I, I that, that was my absolute favorite of the final six. Pretty much everyone I knew thought it was one or two on the list. This, by the way, the, the wave one was the other one that was, these are the two that were really kind of the more popular ones that I saw. I was somewhat stunned when that flag wasn't included in there. Now, the question is, am I in a bubble? Just did I know the people that, you know, that that was resonating with and a lot of other people it wasn't resonating with? Or is it a case where, I mean, I don't know how the process went and I don't know how much you can share per se of the commission, but with, you know, like when you have a host city and it's like, okay, Prague's going to get the Olympics and well, we don't want Prague because we want to get it. So we got to get Prague out of the way. So you work with others, you know, kind of to knock a, a city out of contention in the Olympics. Was there anything like that where people are like, you know, I, I just, because Mary Franson was talking about that flag in a very derogatory term calling the entire state a bunch of snowflakes, which, you know, that's a, you know, feel good about voting for her again, Republicans. That being said, it, it just was, was there, was there an element that was working against that one? Or is I'm just, it was never really a front runner in the first place. You know, there was, to be honest, there was no politicking between okay. us commission members where we were lobbying, you know, I need you to vote for the snowflake flag, you know, this behind the scenes working deals. I, 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 there, there wasn't any of that happening. Okay. We were, we were given six stickers. Okay. 
And each of the six finalists were on boards. And to start narrowing down, we did basically rank choice voting mm-hmm. where we could take those six stickers. We could put all six behind, you know, put our full weight behind one choice. We could split them up between different, you know, I want this one and this one, three and three. You know, you could split them any way you wanted to. Okay. And we do that. So we physically get up and put those stickers on, but we put them on the reverse. So we can't see how many people are voting for that particular design. Okay. So we're not swayed. We're like, oh, I don't know. I got this one sticker left. Everybody else seems to be voting for Snowflake. I guess I better too, right? Okay. So no peer pressure, no politicking. And and we voted. We w- took our dinner break. We came back, and they, they showed us the results. And Snowflake wasn't in top three. Yeah. And to be honest, I was surprised too. Because mm-hmm. in the previous, to get to the final six, it had been one of the top contenders. I, I know you. it's not political, but I do wonder because Republicans – there were multiple Republicans who said, you're putting a snowflake on there, and they have turned that term into a negative connotation. I wonder if there was people that were trying to shy away from that because I, I thought that was the front runner uh, on a lot of these cases. I will say this. I am in a bubble too. You know, Sometimes you are convinced of something. And then all of a sudden you come to the reality. Can you share with me of the three flags that we you got left, which was the top vote getter by the, the commission? Can you or not? Uh, or would you rather not to? No, it, it's it's public. Um, I'm, I'm sure you just watch the, you know, all of our commission meetings are recorded, are okay. open, open meeting laws. Um, it, and it was never a secret. The top one was... 1953, which is the stylized Minnesota, the K, which you insist on seeing, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's the one with the stylized Minnesota. And but and- it was it was it was close. You know, it wasn't a clear, far and away favorite by the commission. The top three were all very close. In well, and and then of course, obviously, now that you've gotten rid of three, those votes will go to something else. And so it's it, right. it, and I'm presuming there wasn't. One, as you said, all these were close. There was a few votes, one or two this way or that way. It really wasn't. It wasn't. No, there was was no limping in. Far and away winner. (laughs) I mean, they were all fairly within a few votes of each other. Okay. But we had we decided like we're just going to work with the top three. All right. We 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 can't keep dealing with six. There's just two. You know, we have to narrow down. That's our that's our job. So. You've got so the process here. Friday, you're picking the one that's going to be the the. We want to be careful here because it's not going to necessarily be the winner, but it's the one that you've chosen to try to work with to try to get a winner out of. Correct. Right. Right. So Friday, we come together again to try winnow down these three to the finalists mm-hmm. because even these three people wanted to see modifications. Like, well, what if we change the star, mm-hmm. or like on the the Minnesota stylized Minnesota flag. Moving the the stripes so mm. that it's a blue on top, right? So we're considering, like in a sense, reconsidering them with all the different modifications. And hopefully we'll come to the one finalist, which we remain, you know, we have the opportunity to still tweak yet, right? We still want to see this one, but change the star, change that shade of blue mm-hmm. or something like that. But that's the goal, and if, you know, if we can't do it Friday, we'll come together again. Because you have to have it done by January 1st. January 1 mm-hmm. is a hard deadline. Um, would you take – I thought there was a discussion about this with a seal. 
could you take some an element from a previous flag and apply it to one of these flags? Or is it just basically it's going to be if there's going to be tweaks of that nature? Say, say the star, you like to star on one of the other ones better than the star that's on this one. Yes, yes. Could you change? Would that be something you would if, if the commission said, you know, let's change this? Would that be something they would do, bringing a, a different version of the star from another flag onto that's that? That's absolutely what we're doing right okay. now. So, so, for example, this uh, K. Minnesota. Now you have me saying K looking. I no, am a jackass. I am a jackass. Right. They stylized <laughs> Minnesota flag, 1953. We wanted to see it with the star from the, the eight pointed star from some of the, the finalists that fell out uh-huh. from the three winners that ones that didn't advance. So we're going to be looking on Friday at, OK, take this flag, but add the star from, you know, the other one that we already rejected. We like that star. We just didn't like it on that flag, and on that design. And you're, and you're going to be doing this with all three of the flags. Yeah, and we're yeah, doing it all changing. three. So basically we're lo- going to be looking at like, you know, 50, 60 more flag designs on Friday because it's these three, but all the different, you know, versions and tweaks that we wanted to see on them. I'm going to open <laughs> my mouth and I, you can tell me to shut up. You know. uh, it would be pretty par for the course, actually. If you took the star snowflake and you put it on that wave one... I think you would have just a monster. Mm, and I, th- that star's a, still in the running. That, that's I would the, like you to know the snowflake star. Starflake or whatever it's called, right? It's it's still... Starflake. Starflake? <laughs> that's my space name. <laughs> uh, okay, good, good. That's, that star's actually in the running yet, and we wanted to see it on these different flags. Okay. So it, it's not gone forever. Don't start crying, you know, crying in your soup, Matt, because you could still crying see the Crying in my honey. And, uh, crying soup. in your honey. Crying yeah. in my honey. Yeah. No, uh, I, I think that if you had the way one and you put that there i just but that's me and once again i think we've proven i'm not exactly got fingers on the pulse of all this so <laughs> it's like and you think it's a k and not stylized minnesota so i don't know if i trust your eyes matt okay i know the <laughs> alphabet <laughs> unless they've changed something and i haven't seen it <laughs> okay Mavity. maybe i don't trust your imagination yes yeah uh fantastic okay i'm sorry you guys have had to deal all of you guys have had to deal with you know, bitter, angry people that are looking for some way to vent in their life. I apologize about this. I see the work you're putting in here. I see the effort you're putting in here. And to the whole commission, I think you guys are doing a pretty good job here. And with, like I said, if you, you know, the, the seal was fantastic. You guys nailed it there. This one, I'm, I have zero doubt you're going to be able to find a, a quality contender out of this. Once you once you design the flag, what's the, you know, you will have to meet one or two more times into it with the final variations of it? Probably. I'm guessing there'll be final little tweaks that we got to talk about, just like we did with the seal. Okay. So I I figure like this is going to we're going to be meeting till someone suggested, well, maybe we should meet the day after Christmas, you know, to finalize everything. Hey, like, good idea. Good idea. We'll see, I'll see you out two days later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we'll take Christmas off, but maybe we should meet on Boxing Day, the 26th. And I'm like, oh. Okay, I guess uh, I'll try to keep that day clear. <laughs> There's other days that week, you know. We could go the 27th, 28th. Those are open, too. Yeah. Uh, all my best on the final decision here. Thank you very much for coming on and clarifying all this and explaining all this. That is very nice of you. Thank you very much for the honey. 
You're and welcome. you are fantastic. I, I am such a big fan. And like I said, we're, we're by the way, I just want to do a quick little preview of this. Uh, for one of the holiday interviews, Anita and I talked, and she gives a very good breakdown of some of the things that the DFL should be paying attention to and approaches they should take in winning in out or at least competing in better in outstate Minnesota. And uh, and and we, if you're that was going to be one of the holiday interviews, we've already recorded it. It's it's going to be fantastic. Uh, so I'll make sure everyone knows when that holiday interview will air. Anita Gall, thank you very much. Thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. And thanks for coming into the studio. No problem. Hey, I was in the Metro anyway. Might as well make a day of it. Yeah, yeah beautiful. <laughs> we'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 915.